Before we get into today's episode, I want to take a minute to tell you about Federal Access. Federal Access is our coaching and training platform that we developed for government contractors. The resources in Federal Access have helped our clients win over $13.6 billion in direct government contracts. You're going to get access to hundreds of documents, templates, training videos, and on-demand webinars, and you're going to get SME support from myself and my partner, Josh Frank. So if if you have a question, you can email us at any time. There's a special offer for Game Changers listeners. Visit federal-access.com forward slash Game Changers today and get started for just $29. That's federal-access.com forward slash Game Changers. Now let's get into this episode. Welcome to Game Changers for Government Contractors. Game Changers is dedicated to helping you position for and win more government contracts. And now your hosts, Josh and Mike. Hey everybody, I want you to buckle up because today we are going to talk about a really exciting topic. And this topic is you. You're the topic of our podcast today because I want to talk about something that I don't think enough people talk about. See, I follow a lot of the coaches and mentors and big time folks in my industry who who are always talking about how you got to be the best at what you do and you got to get up at 3 a.m. and go swim six miles and then have a protein shake breakfast followed by a planning session with your team and you've got to seize the day till 11 o'clock at night and then you know what? At some point when you're older, you can sleep and enjoy your life and all that kind of stuff and quite frankly, I'm just kind of sick of all their crap. I think that message is so overplayed in the market and I think there needs to be a balance. And what I want to talk about today is the balance that you can bring to your business by focusing on you. See, most people get into business and you probably got into it for one of a couple of reasons. One was you hated your boss and thought, hey, I can do this better. So I'm going to go out, I'm going to start a company and I'm going to do this because I can do it better. Maybe it was the freedom. Hey, I don't want to work for this fool I'm working for, and I want the freedom to work for myself. And guess what? I'm a freaking maniac because I'm driving myself harder than my boss ever drove me, but you still have your freedom and all that kind of stuff. But here's the deal. You get into business, and at some point, you wake up, and the business starts to control you. And what I want to do is slow you down for a minute, and I want to flip it. See, You should not align your personal time, choices, lifestyle, all that to your business. You should not align the personal to the business. What you should be doing is sitting down and saying, well, what do I want out of life? Where do I want to live? How do I want to live? What kind of house do I want? What kind of cars do I want? What kind of time do I want to spend with my family and loved ones and things like that? What are the things that are important to me? Maybe it's travel or something else along those lines. What are the things important to me and my family and how should the business align with the things that are important to me. See, most people are driving in their business with the focus of, hey, I've got to get to a million dollars. Then I get to, I need to get to $10 million, then 50 and a hundred million dollars. And I need to cash out. And then I need to start another business and start this insanity all over again. And that is at a high level, what a lot of people are shooting for. And I always ask those people, I'm like, well, why are you doing that? And the question or, or and the response is usually, I don't know. And so I'll say, hey, if we sat down and we wrote out how much your ideal life costs, 
So you, you live in the place you want to live. Maybe you have multiple homes. I don't know. You drive in the car you drive. You um, you do the vacations that you want to do. Anything else lifestyle-wise that costs money. If we sat down and mapped that out, how much do you think it would cost you to live your ideal lifestyle? And a lot of people will say, man, I don't know, dollars $50,000 a month. Now you're talking ideal, no restrictions. I can do anything I want. And so we start that. And what I found is most people will throw a giant number out there. Like, man, I've got to be a millionaire to make this happen. And when we start actually crunching the numbers, where I'll say, hey, you, you, you're putting away enough for retirement. You've got enough in savings. You could go anywhere and write a check for whatever you need for a car, for a house, for whatever. And in addition to that, you know, if your kids need something, you could write a check. Boom, it's done you've got cash to cover it. If you want to go on vacation for three months in Hawaii, boom, you could write a check, done, it's covered, no problem. When I sit down and start going through all those little details that people want, a lot of times it's like, eight, nine, ten thousand dollars Like the number is ridiculously small compared to what you think it is most of the time. And so now if I say, well, hey, look, if you only needed $20,000 a month in order to live an amazing life, but you thought you had to make a million and you've been putting off your ideal lifestyle for a really long time, especially given the fact that the money you're bringing in, you're only a couple of thousand dollars away from that. So maybe there's some choices we've got to change in order to make that lifestyle happen sooner. But you've been so focused on building this multi-million, billion dollar, whatever juggernaut that you've not taken the time to sit down and look at what does my life really cost? What would it really cost to do the things that I want to do in life? And so if you start from there and say, hey, this is how much my ideal life costs. And again, all the things. Now, we're not just talking material things. It costs money to not go into the office. It costs money to be able to have your business grow while you're on that three-week vacation in Hawaii. It costs money to have the the team in place, to have all the personnel uh, trained up on all the little details. It costs money to do that kind of stuff. And so we're not just talking about material things. We're talking about investments in your business that will make that stuff happen. So if we sit down and look at your ideal lifestyle, I bet you would be blown away at how little it really costs. And the other thing you'd be blown away is, is how close you are to living a life you want to live. And see, if you hit that mark and you're making the money and you're living the life you want to live, and then there's some ambition that crawls out of you and says, well, let's go bigger. Let's do more. That's okay because you're already living that ideal life. You're already seeing the actual fruits of your labor and enjoying that. And so that's what I want to talk about today. How do you go from your life is focused on the business and it revolves around the business to your business revolves around you? And so the easiest way to do it, I'm not saying this is easy, but the easiest way that I've found to do it is to number one, sit down and write out that plan. What does your ideal life look like? What, you know, how do you spend your days in your ideal life? Maybe there's some things you hate doing in your business and you don't want to ever do those anymore. Write that down. Hey, I don't ever make sales calls. You know, put that off to the side. Now that's not your ideal life, but that's something you don't want to do. And so maybe I get up and I do go for a walk with my dog in the morning and I have breakfast with my kids and my spouse before they go off to school or work or whatever. Maybe they don't, maybe your spouse doesn't have to work anymore because, you know, you financially you've taken care of that. Whatever it is that you want your ideal 
life to look like at home and in your business, write that out. Write those details about that. Maybe there's some things in your business you love doing, like, hey, I really love speaking with clients and prospects and working on proposals and things like that, but I don't like the fulfilling of the contracts and and all those kind of things. So I don't want to be billable. I just want to be able to help the company grow, and that's where I want to focus. And so you write that out. And once you're clear about that, then you move on to step number two is starting to look at some of the things you want. And I know initially some people are like, ah, oh, you know, I don't, I'm uncomfortable about this. Guess what? There are some things you want and they're not selfish. Maybe you want to live on a farm in Eastern Tennessee and raise horses and do whatever, but you know what? Costs money cost money to do that kind of stuff. And maybe you don't have the skills and you don't really want to go to school to learn. So maybe you need a staff for that too. So sit down and write out what are all the wants. So you've, you've gone through some of the ideal lifestyle day. You've gone through some of the wants. Now see if there are any needs like, hey, we need to do X, Y, Z. Like at a minimum, this is what needs to happen. And then put a price tag on it. Put a price tag on it and see, hey, what is this going to cost me to live my ultimate lifestyle? Then... Step number three is we go to the business and we say, okay, let's backwards plan this. Where are we today? And how long does it do we think it's going to take us to get to this level of revenue, profit, all those kind of things in it that's going to allow us or allow me and my family to live this dream? And once you've gone through that, then you can start to put in the projects and action items because guess what? If it's just you and a couple of employees today and you're doing billable work, you are the main salesperson in your company, all that kind of stuff, you're not going to be able to just take that three-month vacation without training somebody to do what you do. So you need to look at it and say, out of the things that I'm doing that I don't like to do, let's get rid of those first. Let's figure out who do we have to hire? What processes do we put in place? Is there any software that can automate this kind of stuff so that I can buy the software, set it up, and it's automated. One of the things that I think business owners don't take advantage enough of is the simple stuff for like their calendar. I don't like to see when business owners send me a note and say, hey, I'd love to get on your calendar. Can you work with my assistant to figure out a time that works? We could put a piece of software in between this process and this is done. You could literally send me a link to your calendar. I choose a time that I know is available for you and I know is available for me. And this is done in a matter of about 30 seconds and it doesn't involve a person. I'm not saying you don't need an assistant, but they don't need to be managing your calendar. Not in this day and age. And there's so many little tasks like that, that software can replace the need for a person to do it. And now that person can go be a bigger part of your organization doing other more important tasks. And so that's just one of those areas. And so once you start lining that up, you just need to build a plan around it to say, hey, it's going to take us two, three years to hit this revenue mark for me to do the things that I want to do. And so here's what here's what that looks like. Hey, year one, we're going to put this plan in place. Year two, we're going to build out these projects. Year three, we're going to hire these people and build that out. And guess what? Now that you have a plan, you can start executing on it. And what I found is once people have a plan and they start executing on it, most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time, they can accelerate their timeline. So if you had a three-year plan to get to that financial freedom spot that you can do whatever you want, a lot of times I see people accelerate and now they're doing it in 12 to 16 
18 months versus 36 months. And as you're going through it and you start executing that plan, guess what? Now the business is paying for you to do some of the things you love. So don't, don't put everything in your personal, you know, your haves list and your needs list and all that. Don't put all of that on hold for three years. Look at that list and say, hey, I've got a lot of things on here. And guess what? In year one, when we accomplish this milestone, I'm going to do these two or three things. In year two, when we accomplish these milestones, I'm going to do these things. Year three, same thing. So now as the business is gaining traction and the business is growing, you're not waiting three or four years to receive some of those benefits every single quarter. You're actually doing something, even if it's small, even if part of it is, hey, I know I want to live in Eastern Tennessee. So next quarter, what we're going to do is family and I are going to load up and we're going to take a scouting trip and we're going to visit these three counties or four counties or this section of Tennessee and we're going to scout for land. We're going to look for towns that we might like and we're going to visit those towns to see which one becomes in our you know, our top two or three list or something like that. So you don't have to put that off all the way to the end. There's things you can can be doing today that'll get you excited because let's say you hop in the car and you go on that trip and you visit three or four towns, you find one that you fall in love with. Now you've got a town that is specific to your plan and say, hey, now we're going to move to this town and we're going to start scouting things around that town. We're going to start learning more about it. We're going to start learning about the school systems and the place, the restaurants and the things to do and all that kind of stuff. And we're going to start planning our life in this new little town. And you will be amazed at how little things like that drive you. And that's one of the number one reasons you accelerate your plan. Because before you just went to, hey, I think I'd like to live in Tennessee on a horse farm to, hey, now I want to live in Cleveland, Tennessee on a horse farm and fill in the blank. And all of a sudden, now that you've got that, guess what? You're very antsy about it. You're excited about it. You want to move faster. So you probably go back to your plan in the business and say, hey, now that I know that the average cost of land and a house and whatever is 350, 400,000, whatever it is in that area, I can accelerate some of my timeline because I thought it was going to take me a million bucks. And now it's only going to take me a half of that or whatever it is, right? And I'm just talking in general here. But now that you have specifics, you can plug those into your plan. And as the business accomplishes its goals, that all trickles down into your personal stuff. And look, hey, maybe your goals change over the course of time, but at least you have a target, you're moving forward, and now the business is realigned and the business is doing what it's supposed to. It's serving you and your family instead of you and your family serving that business. See the difference there? It's such a big difference to make that flip and have your business serving your goals instead of the other way around. And so I know this was a a deeper kind of headspace session that we went through here today, but I guarantee you this is one of the most powerful things you can do. It was one of the most powerful things I did years ago in my business was to just take a step back and say, why? Why am I doing this? What is my focus? How am I going to actually benefit from this? And oh, hey, instead of me supporting this business 24-7, I need it to support me. I need it to help me accomplish the things I want out of life instead of me just being stuck serving this business 24-7 till the day I die. And that changed everything for me, making that switch. If you have questions about this, and I know you probably will, you know how to reach me. Send me an email, shoot me a message on LinkedIn. We'll see you next time. 
Thanks for listening to Game Changers for Government Contractors. For a full list of episodes and other resources, be sure and check us out on the web at www.rsmfederal.com slash gamechangers. Thank you.